WVOW Local News, now. A McDowell County man pleaded guilty to producing pornographic videos with a child. I'm Aaron Stone. According to the plea agreement, 25-year-old Timothy Edwards of Jaeger admitted to sexually abusing a 12-year-old girl between April 2020 and February 2021. Moreover, Edwards admitted to producing sexually explicit videos with the child. He could spend up to 30 years in prison when sentenced this May. WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crum, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary, Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. The West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources reported a drop in active cases of COVID-19 Tuesday. Today's total is down 2,600 cases compared to Monday's report. Currently, there are 12,843 active cases of COVID-19 in the Mountain State. Hospitals are currently treating 1,100 patients with the virus. A new pandemic record, 239 cases are in ICU and 120 require ventilators to breathe. 15 deaths were reported Tuesday, increasing the state's death toll to 5,778 fatalities. Governor Justice said Monday he plans to request a waiver from the Biden administration concerning vaccine mandates for hospital workers. The waiver is for rural hospital workers in the state, and the governor believes the president's mandate could increase staffing issues in the Mountain State. Tennessee and Virginia governors have already made similar requests. The United States Supreme Court ruled last month that hospitals treating Medicare and Medicaid patients must be fully vaccinated. Alternatively, hospital staff must have a medical or religious exemption by February 28th or else take the vaccine. The National Guard has been helping with staffing issues at two dozen hospitals throughout the state. The West Virginia State Senate passed a bill Monday requiring video cameras in special education classrooms. The chamber voted 34-0 to zero in support of the bill. Senate Bill 261 would mandate the installation of cameras and require administrations to review video footage at least once every 90 days. Institutions would have to keep any footage for one year. The legislation stems from an incident at Holes Elementary School in Charleston. Former instructor Nancy Boggs is accused of physically abusing children and forcing a student to eat lunch on the bathroom floor. Craig and Beth Bowden, the parents of nine-year-old Trenton Bowden, credited video evidence for Boggs's indictment. Bowden said many students are not verbal and cannot report the abuse for themselves. House of Delegates will next consider the legislation. West Virginia House of Delegates voted 76-18 Monday to end a 25-year ban on nuclear power in the Mountain State. The bill is less than a page long and reads in part, quote, be it enacted by the legislature of West Virginia, repeal of the article banning construction of nuclear power plants. Much of the discussion is focused on the possibilities from small modular reactors that can generate power at just a fraction of the size of a conventional nuclear power reactor. In high school basketball action, class single A number three man held off a late rally to defeat class single A number six Tug Valley Monday night at Tug Valley High School. Final scores, 64-59 man. Jeremiah Harless posted his seventh consecutive double-double to lead the Hillbillies with 16 points 
and 11 rebounds. Trey Brown shared team-high scoring honors with Harless as he scored 16 points, while Caleb Blevins and Aiden Martin each had 11 for man in the win. Tug Valley was led by freshman Caden Hale, who had 15 points, while Ethan Colgrove and Joey Gollihue each chipped in with 12 points for the Panthers' loss. Tug Valley falls to 7-3 and will travel to Mingo Central tonight. The Hillbillies win their seventh straight and improve to 11-2 and will host Liberty Raleigh Wednesday. On the girls' side of basketball, the Chapmanville Lady Tigers picked up their first ever win over a quad A opponent Monday night, defeating South Charleston at Danny Godby Gymnasium. Final score, 46-38 Chapmanville. Daisy Farley and Jaden Mahone each had 14 points to lead the Class AA number 10 Lady Tigers, while Haley Fleming scored 10 points. Natalie Smith led South Charleston with 14. South Charleston falls to 7-6 and, and will host Parkersburg on Wednesday. Chapmanville improves to 8-8 eight and, eight and will travel to Class AAA number 4 Logan on Wednesday. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. This is Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Joe Fitzwater with a forecast across the Coalfields. For tonight, we'll see temperatures dropping down to around freezing. A slow increase in cloud cover can be expected, but we're staying dry across southern West Virginia. We will see the showers return, though, as we head into the afternoon for your Wednesday, particularly during the mid to late parts of the day. We'll see high temperatures all the way up in the mid-50s. And that rainy pattern going to continue big time into Thursday with the threat for some local high water issues, as we'll see 1 to 2 inches of rain between Wednesday night and Friday morning. Temperatures on Thursday in the low 50s. For Storm Tracker 13, I'm meteorologist Joe Fitzwater. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.